Hello, how are you doing today? Whoa, I just thought to um, take a pause today to celebrate you and say that I am super proud of you again. And um, I'm excited um, to be doing this with you. And I'm excited that you're taking this course and you're doing this at this time in your life. And I'm sure that it has been worth it. Um, please, as requested, I would really love your feedbacks and um, see how we can keep moving things forward as far as the course is concerned. I appreciate all the feedback so far that I have gotten. And um, I'm excited to keep doing this over and over again. It gives me so much fulfillment doing this, knowing that, you know, making a difference um, in your journey um, is a worthy investment. And I, I'm excited to do this, okay? Um, so welcome today to Model 5. Can you even believe it that we are already at Model 5? I'm sure it's been exciting for you. It's still the Polished and Fit Marriage Preparatory Course Session 1 still, which is the pre-relationship refinery or what we call the Awakening Series. And the subject for today um, for Model 5 is Reposition and Forgetting the Past. Okay? Reposition and Forgetting the Past. So here we are getting over past fears to reach out for new heights, okay? Now, the truth is that um, when we hold on to what is in our hands, it is often difficult to receive something new. So I really do hope you open up yourself with this model to trade the past for the new, okay? Now, please understand that this particular model was made with loads of love just for you. Again, thank you for choosing to be part of this preparatory process. Okay, um, I know that we'll be coming a bit closer home in this particular model, but please kindly let the Holy Spirit do his work in you today. I know that it is online, but I sense the presence of God already differently today. And I hope you open your mind up, okay? Um, while I understand that some people may not have spoken up, um, but in your mind you're like, hmm, is this even for me? Or you may have just lost hope completely in this process. I want you to understand that nothing is impossible so long as God is a part of it, okay? Um, I believe that it's time for you to step into deep waters indeed it was tailor-made for you all right um i'll take it a bit slowly today but let's just jump right into it as usual we have our model defining scriptures um like i said from the beginning we are using godly principles and even if you are not on the path of um being saved or you're from any other religion i'm using that word carefully please don't let this be a barrier um from you opening up to learn and to glean from what we're sharing right here in the course i'm sure it's going to be transformational for you so our model defining scriptures for this one is isaiah 43 18 to 19 isaiah 43 18 to 19 it says forget the former things do not dwell on the past see 
I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The other model defining scripture is Galatians 2, 20 to 21. It says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, then Christ died for nothing. Still, um, the final defining scripture, Philippians 3, 13 to 14. It says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now, what are the objectives from this particular model? By the end of this model, um, you will be required to let go of past fears and experiences to be ready for the new. Okay. Also, you'll be required to rethink your process for choice making and you receive a new perspective about positioning for your good man. Okay. Um, going on, let's just look at the outline very quickly. So this model basically covers overcoming past fears and experiences to reach for the new. Okay. Because some people want new relationships, but because of the last relationship experience, which did not go so well, they are not sure how to advance. So we'll be sorting this out in this model today. Okay. Also, what ideology can you review or reconsider to um, accept who God may send to you? Do you understand? And how do you position really to be found? Of course, every model comes with a task. So this model also has a task. So let's just jump right in. Um, with our outline for today, okay? So overcoming past fears and experiences to reach for the new. Um, I have discovered that many times it is difficult to reach for the new if you're holding on to the past. So today, what fears do you have that may be limiting you to even open up yourself for relationships? Let us investigate it today. I know that today's model may be a bit emotional for you, but girl, it's time to move on. It really is time to move on. You deserve a breath of fresh air, okay? And I'm sending you warm hugs and very deep hugs today, okay? So let us review some of those fears and experiences. Um, so I'll just start from with no particular order in mind. Um, what about bad breakup or a bad heartbreak? Now, some of us may have gone through a bad breakup or a bad heartbreak. And as much as you think you've moved on, you may still be holding on to the past. My question to you today concerning this is, how much have you healed since he left you or since you broke up? Please sincerely answer this question. Um, I know that you might just be taking this course all alone and um, 
this moment, like I said, may be a bit emotional for you, but please think about what I'm asking you right now. Did you follow through with any form of therapy or process or you just stopped talking to him and that was it? I'm still asking, do you miss him sometimes? I'm saying secretly, even though to everyone you are a strong woman, okay? Do you miss him? Answer, very sincerely. Okay, now, maybe he even gave you verbal abuse or physical and said no one would ever need you again or come close again to you. That might be the circumstance. I'm just trying to paint the scenario so that um, we can detect exactly where you are at this time. I mean, maybe you even see him and he looks happier and you are now feeling sorry for yourself. Hey, girl, it's not the end of the world, okay? You may have even attempted suicide. Hey, but trust me, you deserve much more. No one is worth dying for. Jesus already paid that ultimate price for you, okay? So the message today is, Moses, that ex, my servant is gone, is dead, he is gone. Joshua, you only be strong and courageous. Now that is supposed to be like a metaphor. I'm sure you understood what happened um, when when Moses passed and um, Joshua needed to step in into the position of leadership, it was a new experience for him and he felt he wasn't ready or capable of doing it. And God had to come specifically to speak to him and say to him that, see, Moses, my servant is actually gone, like gone, gone, gone. And that uh, Joshua would need to be strong and to be courageous. And that is exactly what I'm saying to you today. <clears throat> I'm not saying the word gone, you know, is literal, okay? But I'm saying there has been a separation between both of you. And I'm saying that today, it's time to arise and walk again. Yes. Now you may say, but I don't even know how to walk again because it broke me so bad. Yes, you can, sis. You can walk. Drop the clutches and the wheelchair. And start taking strides again. You are too loaded to lose yourself. Now, please wipe your tears. And let's honestly investigate this heartbreak thing. Okay? So we have this family slang that before you say, Oh, affliction should never arise again. Find out the cause of the first affliction. Because if you use the same recipe, your cake will be exactly the same. So um, I put this here at this time because I, I want us to look into getting over a heartbreak or a bad breakup. Because not every breakup um, leaves you broken. There are some times that, oh, I mean, it even gives you, it makes you refreshed, you're excited, you don't even feel bad about it. You're even saying, oh, you wasted, I mean, you're angry over the time you may have spent with the person, you know. But um, I'm saying this time, this one is a bad breakup and how do you really get over it, okay? I'm trusting that this simple procedure will indeed make a difference for you. So my first um, recommendation will be find out what caused it. What, what caused that heartbreak and that breakup? Find out. Now, I'm not saying you should start casting blame, no, but itemize it. 
Remember, this is you trying to put yourself together again and you're reaching for the new. But many times we cannot reach for the new if we don't confront the past. So we're ready to confront it and know exactly what lessons we need to pick up from here and so that we can move forward and we're not repeating the same mistakes, okay? So I itemize what really happened. It may not be easy, I understand, to revisit it, especially if it was a nasty experience, but please do this, baby girl, okay? So that we can win this once for all, all right? Now, have you stopped to consider how long the separation has been? yet it still has such a strong effect on you. Have you thought about that? Now, like I said, I know that this is not for everyone. As some breakups actually, like I said, leave you happier, right? But I'm talking to you if you are yet to really get over him, even though the relationship has ended. Yeah. Now, please, at this point, if you have to cry, allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to cry. Let the tears drop. Don't worry about it. Just take your time on this one. But we are sure getting out of this step by step today. And that's what I want to achieve with you and with this model. And that's why I'm so confident that I was inspired to have this as part of the course. Okay. Now, wipe your tears. Okay. Come back to reality that he is really gone. Mm. That is part of why we say, you know, no to premarital sex. Truth is that you have no idea how much of pain you will introduce if you have had sex and then there was a breakup. Because um, the pain is usually more. Many times the pain is usually more. Because you feel like you have, you know, lost something or you have um, been used. Many times, you know, that's the kind of feeling it gives to one. Now, the truth is, even if all you did was just kissing, necking, smooshing, heavy petting, I mean, some even, people even, you know, have have given oral sex and then they'll say, oh, well, there was no penetration, so it's not really sex or a sin and all of that. But please, today, don't be deceived. You will still feel bad if this was your address. And if you're very sincere with yourself, it is not just the heartbreak that is hurting you but you feel used and your dignity and confidence has been tampered with, especially if you still, you know, are around where you can see each other. Do you understand? Now, please, like I said before, um, avoid any form of sexual pleasure while you're in a relationship, as you may not be able to tell what the end of the relationship might be no matter how it started so for some people it gets more complicated when there are now sex videos and other intimate exchanges done girl now there is now the risk of blackmail and defamation whose effects sometimes are almost beyond repair i'm not saying they cannot be repaired but it's quite devastating so today as we come out from the past, stop giving any man the privilege of using you at will. If he is so interested in you and he is God's will for you, then he should complete the process and get married to you in the presence of witnesses. Then he can have sex freely without feeling bad 
or doing any hide and seek. There is time indeed for everything, says the scriptures. Let your husband be given that honor to dot you. Okay, please, today, make up your mind that you're going to do it right. It doesn't matter who's doing it wrong. It doesn't matter who has done it wrong that you know. It doesn't matter who has given excuses about it. Make up your mind. Because it's very easy to walk with your head, your head held high when, you know, you didn't necessarily expose yourself to this person in, um, in a compromising manner. Do you understand? So please, um... Take note of that as we go over this whole heartbreak thing. Yeah. Now, having done that or having said that, today also I want you to get back to God and give your official report about that relationship. What I mean by that is this is not a time to run away from God. And this is why you must be sure God is the author and the finisher in all that you do. So, let God know exactly how you feel. If you're missing him, tell God. Tell God how you miss him so much. How you were so sure he was even the one. How you feel lost and that you feel like you're hanging. Let God know. And then sincerely ask God what he would have you do next. The truth is that if we value what we share with God often, he would, he would let you know what to do per time. And you'll be amazed how that life becomes easier for you because you're paying attention, you know, to the right kind of direction. All right. Now, also, please, I want to encourage you to have godly mentors and godly counsel. Now, this particular mentor I'm talking about should not be a Christian that encourages you to do wrong. And please be honest with them. All right. For me, I mean, for example, the, the, the thought of reporting myself to my mentor that I did something like sex before marriage with my fiancé then, I mean, it made me not to even bother trying it. Do you understand? So if you have someone, you know, that you're accountable to, that is a trusted mentor, you know, um, there's how it kind of keeps you in check, okay? So please, if you have one or you have... If you don't have one directly, you have one around you that you can really talk to that is trusted, then talk to them about, you know, this whole thing. If you're still in a very broken state and follow through the process, okay, I'm sure they will give you um, appropriate guidance to as to what you're supposed to do, okay? Also, please give yourself time to heal before you go into another relationship. Give yourself that time to heal. You see, don't um, rush into another relationship thinking you're finding comfort in the arms of someone else. You know, we're trying to find out what happened the first time and then so that you can make a better choice next time, okay? So learn to forgive yourself, forgive that person and also move on. Please, as I'm saying this, I am not saying that it is easy to do, but you must do it, okay? No one should be renting a space in your head without paying anything for the space. You can't keep holding on to them every time and then your heart is heavy all day long. You deserve your peace. You deserve the fresh air. Please, today, let it go. Okay? And then also, if you can, get messages on soul ties and begin to listen to it. Because for some people, they um, get into relationships and then they have a soul tie. 
okay and then you should break that soul tie and totally forge ahead with your life all right so it's very important that um you pay attention to this i'm talking about getting over that heartbreak or that breakup so that you can forge forward okay now please let everything that happened in that relationship end with that relationship give it time it will die a natural death you know with time except a case of course where you have um further consequences like a child is involved the approach will be a bit different but a child is not enough reason to be with a wrong partner please don't forget that also now even with you know having a child i mean in the days of when you made your mistake or ignorance you can still move on peacefully do not transfer or extend any aggression to the next relationship you would have and please avoid stalking your ex if you had the house key, maybe they gave you spare key and all of that, return the key, all right? And if it's your own house that, you know, your key was also shared, you may want to consider changing your house lock. It's as serious as that, especially if you had a spare, you know, to your apartment or you want to change all of that, okay? As much as possible, like I said, if it was a bad breakup, especially, cut off ties in every way, all right? And also, I mean, if it's a case where you made investments together, plan the sharing and separation of resources so that there are minimal excuses for further interactions. Because, I mean, I've seen people that were in a relationship and, you know, they did investments together, they bought properties together and all of that. And then the need arises for them, you know, maybe to be separated and all of that. You need to plan for how um, you would, you know, separate the resources and reduce you know, further interactions with this person, all right? Um, now, don't forget I said it was a bad breakup because there are people that, you know, have a breakup and it wasn't, there was nothing nasty about it. It was just that, you know, the, the communication, so many things were just not in place with the relationship and, you know, they had to be separate. And I mean, they still maintain, you know, some level of rapport, you know, till now. And I mean, everyone is moving forward, you know, positively with their lives, all right? So um if it's a case where it was a bad one that's when i'm referring to all of these very you know deep steps that you need to take okay another way of course of dealing with heartbreak may be to change your environment and move on with your life for some people it becomes necessary go for a new chapter all right now of course like i said i know that some people say oh maintain friendship and all of that i will not say be enemies but you don't want to keep yourself in a vulnerable position with that person, especially if things did not go so well with the relationship. That's what I'm referring to right now. Okay. So forgiveness also does not always mean end trust. It doesn't mean that. So you can forgive someone and then you can just still go your separate ways. All right. I would always prefer a real goodbye. All right. Now, a real goodbye does not mean that you cannot greet them if you see them, okay, because God expects you to walk in love with people, but you don't have to keep trying to, you know, seek their face, you understand what I'm saying, and yes, no hatred, no ill wishes, just move on maturely, okay, because there are people, like I said, that they have a good relationship with their ex, even though they have moved on. It all depends on the nature of the relationship before the breakup. And what has transpired so far, you know, between the both of you, all right? But don't keep yourself in another vulnerable position again. 
So as much as possible, except you have a different revelation about that relationship and God instructed you that way. Okay, so look towards your future with joy and with hope because there is light indeed at the end of the tunnel. All right, it, um, it doesn't have to always, you know, keep you drained and all of that. You don't have to see that person when you're releasing a bad vibe. Move on and just be matured about it, okay? And then please, as you move on, don't bleed on those that did not cut you. All right, and don't make negative resolves like, oh, I will never trust a man or I will deal with the next man and all of that. It's unnecessary. Shut every avenue that the enemy can use to hold you to ransom. All right. So if you make these adjustments and these amendments, I'm sure it will make a whole lot of difference. I'm also still saying this would not be very easy. Okay, because sometimes that ex may be in an environment you cannot really avoid. Imagine if it was someone that maybe was um, maybe your boss before or someone you worked with, you know, and you're seeing each other again. Or maybe everyone even knew you together as a couple and all that. And now there's a breakup and you're still like in the same you know, sphere and the same work environment. It might be a bit awkward sometimes, but you should learn to just move over it and in a case where it's really a bad one like i said you might consider changing the environment if it's something you feel you cannot really handle you know being in that same space with the person okay now so please see the bigger picture from god's eye view because you don't want to start your married life with a lot of contention to deal with all right your best never forget is not in your past okay Girl, I want you to know today that you're super gorgeous and you're gifted. And it is a privilege for anyone that God gifts you to. All right? I'm saying that God presents you as a gift to someone else. Um, it is a privilege. Trust me, it is. And never forget that they are not doing you a favor. You are their favor factor. All right. And so take some time to fast, wait on God, recommit yourself to God and just watch him settle you in the best way he knows how to. All right. Don't forget, you know, there's this scripture that says that it's impossible. Um, Luke 17 and 1. It's impossible that offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come. Okay. And it's a deliverer. It's such a deliverer. Okay. Because like I said, offenses will surely come. But play your part and let it not come from you, all right? So get rid of that victim mentality and that emotional blackmail, okay? And because the truth is that there are some relationships that when you look back at it with time, you know, you would even want to spank yourself like, ah, what were you even thinking? What were you doing with that person? So cheer up, girl, okay? And so please... If you're still in that state and you feel like you're getting a relief today as you're taking this Model 5, please take yourself out and just have some you time and have some fun. Stop all the gloominess, stop all the uh, isolation and, you know, the depression, worry, anxiety. Let all of that go. And if you think, oh you may be too self-conscious you cannot achieve the fun all by yourself then call some of your amazing friends and just have some fun time together okay and then you know sometimes i mean if the atmosphere your mood feels like it's um disturbing to you i mean get some comedy yeah 
and watch and just ease off the tension, all right, you would surely feel better. I really hope this helps you. Um, if you've dealt with anything like this, maybe recently or in the past, and you're still holding onto it, all right? I am sending you loads of hugs and loads of love today, and I hope um, this helps you to move forward, all right? Okay, so now, still um, talking about separating from the past or getting over your past another challenge now is that we get to meet people's representatives not the actual person anymore because a couple of people have adjusted themselves to suit every girl's ideal man have you noticed just to get the girl they want and then when you finally fall in for them they just switch back and again on this one resentment is still more important than any discussion because no matter how someone presents themselves to you and tell you, oh, they are this and they are that, discernment can reveal much more than what they have told you about themselves. Okay, so you need to be very sensitive um, as you go on with your life and do the things that you do. Okay, so let me let me tell you about um, a personal life scenario that um, I have. Now, this is a personal experience, like something... <laughs> That happened to me, okay. I always like to share these stories because so that you know that what you're dealing with is not exclusive to only you, um, but that people have also dealt with different issues and God saw them through those various stages, okay? So let's just jump right into this one. Like I said, people are really adjusting these days to become everyone's ideal man. They've understood some people's dream list because the, the list seem to be um, common, you know, everywhere. And then they were like, oh, hey, she wants a God-fearing guy. Okay, now let me be coming to church. Let me be coming to her place of worship so that she would see that, oh, okay, I'm, at least I'm serious and all of that. And several other things that they use um, to sway people that um, are not so discerning. So let me talk about this, my personal experience. So there was this, hey, let me give you... As a gist, so that you understand the perspective of this one. So there's this hot guy, hmm? hot guy. He called me one day in the office, and he said, "Oh, I should agree with him in prayer," as he saw me take prayers. You know, one of those days in my church, and you know, I was wondering that who is this one calling me? I mean, I'm saying British accent, clean guy, good looking, account balance overflowing, legs just jeep things. You know, and the likes, let me, because I'm trying to say it based on, you know, what some people consider important, okay? So, I mean, I was just wondering how he got my number. Anyways, you know, he kept trying to be friendly with me and all that. Um, For a period of time, you know, he would call different times. After that prayer episode, I noticed that, you know, he was always trying to call, send me messages, trying to keep in touch. I was always wondering what exactly, you know, this person was trying to um, um, do, okay? Now, this was also some really years ago, like a long time ago, not something recent, like, yeah, a long time ago, okay? So, um, so you know, from time to time, yeah, so I pick up his calls, we talk on the phone, we kept in touch, yeah, the, you know, he was just always wanting to keep in touch and all of that, so, well, to me, it seemed like he was beginning to want to know me some more. And um, so I didn't want to just leave it as, oh, somebody was just being friendly alone. So I told my mentor about it. And 
So my mentor was like, oh, calm down now. You know, then, of course, I was, I didn't have any relationship or anyone I was seeing, you know. And so, so calm down, interact with him, see what he wants, you know, find out more. Don't, um, don't be too uptight, you know. So, well, eventually he came around and I felt somehow initially like this guy, he's too packaged though, you know, and all of that. Anyways, you know, he asked to take me out one of those days. Um, so that we could just spend some time to talk and get to know each other some more. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, fingers crossed. I wasn't sure of where this was headed, but um, I was just open to see how it was going to go. Okay, so um, so we one of those days like that. So we took a drive. Don't forget that this has been like for some months now. We've been communicating. We've just never you know, gone out, just do communication normal, or oh, how is work, how are you doing, what's happening with you, tell me more about yourself, but now this was like a first deliberate outing, do you understand, I mean, having been talking to this person for a while, coming to the office to, you know, check on me from time to time, you know, and all of that, so, well, one of those uh, moments, um, so, I mean, the day of the outing, so we went, uh, taking. <laughs> I told my mentor about this. I was on my way because, hey, please don't go out without at least someone knowing where you're going to. It's very important that, you know, just, you don't have to give them a, maybe just at least inform someone that you're going somewhere so that you don't do everything in isolation every single time, especially, I mean, if you have a coach, if you have a mentor, just carry them along so that um, there's just some form of accountability and someone knows exactly where you are, okay? So one of our talk in, you know, as we're talking that period, entered into music, okay? And, you know, he kept dishing out different secular guys as his preference or his preferred music. Now, bear in mind, I'm mentioning this specifically for a reason. So bear in mind that one of my dreams and desires is that my home, you know, because I had written this down as part of my, um, like dream home and, you know, dream family was that, um, there, my home will be a place where speakers are positioned, you know, all around the house and worship instrumentals, inspirational words. We keep playing over and over again. Like this is one of the features of my dream house, you know, um, you know, now for someone else, this may not be a big deal, but you know, for me, it was a big deal because of the picture in my heart towards the future. And I understand that, you know, that music is very spiritual. So I am one of those people that see a whole lot what I allow in my space. And so let me give you a little background also about this. So before I got saved, I used to be a very, very strong channel, all music addict. Mm, exactly. Like a major one. Okay. So. And it has taken a whole lot of walking on to get past that phase while walking with God. And the truth is, I have no plans to return there because I know the effect that, you know, um, that music used to have, you know, um, on me or that station, that channel used to have on me. I mean, all the top. 10 charts that they used to run. I knew everything, major artists, songs I didn't even need to learn. I just knew them. I mean, once I listen to a song, because I mean, I have ear for music. So once I listen to something once, twice, I already know the song and I was so into it. So, you know, having come out from that space, I, I'm not sure I was ready to 
go around that terrain anymore. Okay. So having this conversation with this man and, you know, he was, you know, saying a lot about, um, you know, those secular artists, like the people I felt like I had dumped. Do you understand? You know, I'm saying, well, I, I don't want to mention anyone's name, but you know, all of those kind of artists that used to dress nasty. Yeah. I used to really like them because I mean, some were really good singers. So, and I like when people can sing so well. So, I mean, they were very good singers. So yeah, but I had gotten over it. But you know, with this conversation, I noticed that there was not even one gospel song that this guy mistakenly mentioned, you know, because we're like, oh, what's your preference with music or who's your preferred artist? And, you know, I was busy calling different gospel artists, calling my Mary Mary and the rest of them like that. Okay. You know, and I was just like, okay, you know, you know how bells were just ring in your head, like, ah, but I didn't see anything just yet, but I, I kept that, I held that, um, sign somewhere. I was just trying to see how this was going to go still. Now, guess what? Now his place was not so far from where we were. Okay. Because of the environment, you know, how um, Abuja is, is not like so far apart everything is almost um around each other okay so now this was an estate and he was like oh he needed to pick something at home if i didn't mind you know instead of staying in the car um that i could just um come upstairs to his apartment so that um he could pick what he needed to pick don't forget like i said someone i have we've been having interaction for a while and all of that. I'll explain some things about this. Don't judge me yet. Oh, yeah, calm down. <laughs> okay, so now I did I, I did go there and then he says, Oh, there's this song. Now, don't forget we had a conversation in the car about music and all of that. And let me just say we had forgotten that conversation. And then, you know, when we got to his apartment, he said something. He said, Oh, that there's this worship song he needs to um, play for me that, you know, just releases the presence of God differently and it just always gets him into the mood to worship. Honestly, I was shocked about the switch because, I mean, this is someone I was just asking about his preferred music and all he was saying were different secular guys. I didn't hear one mistaken, you know, anything gospel-like, you know, and all of that. So... You know, that period was when um, Solomon Lange's Nagode, this is Nagode song, it's um, uh, a northern song, okay? And that was like the in song that time. And guess what? He now played the song for me. Meanwhile, you know, that was like one of my, it was on my playlist for worship that period. I mean, I was amazed how, you know, he was playing that. And it was wonderful for him to play it, you know, but my mind was totally excuse me, on our earlier conversation, you know, my antenna was super very high. Okay. And I did not take any form of entertainment, no drink, no edible, nothing because, you know, it was just to pick up something because we're in that environment and, you know, just move. Okay. So, um, I also did not act freely like, Oh, this person, you know, we are beginning to get close or become pals or anything. I did not enter anywhere. I just stayed, you know, where I sat, positioned to access the door <laughs> in case of anything, you know, I was just very, very, you know, up there. So he picked, it was not a long, um, you know, stay there. So he picked up what he came for, you know, and we left. Like I said, he's a well put together kind of guy. He's not this, 
yeah, he's, he's a put-together kind of person, you know. And then, you know, whilst we're done with the pickup, we went to buy something to eat from there, of course, which was more comfortable, obviously. Um, I don't want to hear that, you know, I took a drugged drink or any funny story, hence my stand of no entertainment at that kind of place, especially for someone I did not really, really know for a very, very, very long time before then, okay, because I had only just been seeing him in churches, he was always coming to church, from time to time, you know, we see here and there, so, now, let me also say this here, that at that moment, I was not scared, okay, I was not scared, you know, as we took the drive, uh, well, as he was a church member, but my guard was like 100% up, because I'm one of those very sensitive, highly sensitive people, like, if there's anything, if I didn't have peace really about it, the truth is that I would not have, no matter how it looked, you know, ordinary on the external, there's no way I would have gone for that in particular outing, but I didn't have that kind of um, sensation. So, hey, it was just fine. Now, if it's now, I am sure I would most likely not even go to the estate. But at that period, I mean, I just did it with my church mind and I didn't have any sense of fear you know i can be bold in a strange way sometimes you know plus like I, I said this is just like you know like 10 years ago kind of thing okay and at the time of creating this course you know and security issues were not as they currently are okay so um the security at that time you know was oh we didn't have cases of kidnap cases of you know all those kind of stuff so that was it. So, well, after the outing, you know, discussion, the eating and all of that, he um, offered to drop me back, of course, at home um, where I was picked. So he dropped me back at home. And guess what? Now, this is why I brought this part of this gist yeah, out. Okay. So then he asked for a hug, you know, like, you know, this mushy, mushy kind of hug. You know, and, you know, I was trying to be civilized and, you know, formal about it and doing all the, ah, you know, those bringing the accent into it and everything. I say, Yimu for you. I say, hello, sir. We don't give hugs. Oh, sorry. Straight up, I declined. I thanked him a lot for the outing. You know, I had a beautiful time, you know, with the outing. I'm sure we had a great time and a great conversation. But I already had my answer in my mind as I left. Like, ah, I'm not sure I want to get so close to this kind of person. Okay. Now, let me say this here. That many times in trying to be modern, we set ourselves up for issues. As ladies, we must be super careful. All right. Now, this was the next thing I did. Of course, when I got home immediately, I had to call my mentor. Don't forget, I had told my mentor before I went. Um, I gave reports about the outing. And my mentor said, please run already from that guy. Like that one is looking for sex. He's looking for a sex partner. And he just wanted to find out your stand in a subtle way. Wow. I'm like, oh, I would not have thought about it like that. Do you understand? So while we drove, though, my spirit had already said concerning him a big no. Don't forget. Yes, he had not yet maybe asked me out or anything, but I saw the body language. You know, if someone likes you in um, an extra way, you understand. So I did not bother trying to negotiate it. I was not carried away. So straight up, I just entered blocking mode. Do you understand? 
So it was obvious that, you know, I was, he was trying to maybe, let's say, prep me maybe for sex eventually with him. But discernment will not allow his plans to manifest. Plus, you know, I had prayed before that outing and I was not carried away at any time. If my spirit had given me any danger signal, I would not have gone. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I've had reasons to cancel certain appointments when I did not receive peace about it. Even um, after everything seemed great about it. Okay. So you need to be very, very careful and be sure that... Um, what you're doing part-time, you know exactly what it is and you're not excusing anything. I am super, I'm that kind of person. I am super, you know, sensitive about my environment and things. I don't just let things slide. I don't excuse things. I would have just said, oh, I, I want to be modern and, you know, just be free. And then I begin to set myself up for something I was not prepared for at that time. Do you understand? Truth is that the best way to overcome past fears is to deal with it. So face your fears and let it go. You cannot assume that every relationship will be the same. So having a positive mind would definitely make a whole lot of difference for you. All right. Now, let me come to your compound a little bit at this time. The truth is that um, one of the challenge I have noticed is that many of us can pretend. Let me use one of my strong um, exclamations I like to use, chai, okay? <laughs> hey, a lot of us can pretend though. So we go through stuff and we stay uptight like, oh, nothing is happening. As a single lady, I am still coming to the table of cold nights and your hormones. So watch out for that model. That should be like the next model. Um, it has something that has um, to do with your hormones and cold nights. So I know that you're a Christian sister, but there are some nights that the cold eh, you just be asking yourself if all is well in your body. Do you understand? So I have something special for you for that one. So we'll get there. But now, um, I just want to answer a question that might be on someone's mind. Is hugging bad, you may ask me? Ha, God, do. Hey, this woman is becoming extreme, Joe. Well, baby girl, not so. For someone trying to you know get to know you and is already asking for a full measure pressed down shaking together kind of hug like full measure like the spirit on jesus without measure you know that kind of full measure i feel like that's not a good sign okay truth is that your boundaries must never be ignored even god put boundaries on earth so strong men are the ones that ignore boundaries and then they get into trouble a wise man would foresee evil and would hide himself. Do you understand? So don't be all there trying to say, oh, I was there. I'm just being civil and all that. Especially when you have noticed body language from this person and you don't know if this is the kind of person that will overpower you. If you enter the hug, you cannot come out again from the hug. Please just be very, very careful, okay? Now, I also know guys who don't like the idea of, you know, a polite side hug, you know, with a lot of distance. I usually say, like the popular um, slang would say, not them. Okay, so like they are the ones. Civilization, trust me, can never edit the principles of God. Okay, so you see what happens is someone else feels hurt by it's just a hug. Eh? I mean, that is extreme. What's there? What's wrong with a hug? I personally, I don't give such chances to the devil to sow seeds to me. What happens is, you know, so we think it is harmless, but when you give full hugs with your full chest and all the gifts and callings of God, 
The man receives a signal in his body. He may not tell you, but he can start strategizing. I'm saying the man is a full-blooded man, sis. Hey, it doesn't take so much to turn a man on. And that's the truth. As simple as it looks, it can become a strategy. Many ladies also are not so bold. So I've also had my shares of not being bold in my early years. But walking with God has made me more confident. And it's so easy to outsmart the enemy by giving him no room. So no ignorance tricks of his. And I hope this would really help you as um, you do this. Okay. Now. Um, let me give another scenario again. This is another personal experience. This is my personal experience also. Okay. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm sharing these stories with you so that you see that, okay, so I've also dealt with things and this is how I was able to deal with them in those years and in those stages. Okay. So now there's this person I used to be very close to also, um, but God, I felt very clear conviction already that God had told me a strong no when it comes to relationship with the guy, all right? Now, the issue was that this guy was a great company. Like, he was such a gister. You know those people that when you see them and you're talking, you are never short of what to talk about. It was just fun to be with. Always very interesting. We talk about, I mean, every and anything, you know, and all of that. We're very, very good friends, like very good friends. And he was so easy to talk to, okay? You know, so um, now the way it works with me, like I said, I was always very, very, I'm a very sensitive person generally. I'm observing, I'm checking what you are not seeing. I'm trying to see it, you know, and all of that. So sometimes, you know, when we were talking in those days, guess what? This guy would pause at intervals and the Holy Spirit would just nudge me immediately and tell me, speak up. This guy is thinking about giving you a kiss suddenly. I'm like, me, how? For what? You know, and I would just say it out just as I feel inspired at that time. I'm like, uh -uh, why are you thinking about kissing me? What is, what are we talking about that is bringing kiss into the matter? And, you know, he would just wonder and say, ah, why am I always ahead of him, of him and all of that? And it never happened, not even for once, not even a peck self. It never, ever, ever came up, you know. But, of course, eventually I had to stay away from him since the instruction was very clear. Please don't forget this particular guy, he was actually saved, like saved, saved, saved. But he was still just very carnal. Do you understand? You know, I also um, avoided behind closed door meetings with him. Most of the time, our meetings were always in very open spaces and open places, you get. Um, and, you know, it was an environment in those days um, that, um, you know, there was always power supply challenge there. And then so, so sometimes we spent a lot of time just in those days just outside because, you know, there was even no light, you know, and all of that. You know, but looking back, I'm actually so grateful to God that I was never in a relationship with him, you know. Plus, I was still, I mean, I was still growing in many areas of my life at that time. Um, of course, is looking back, I'm like, wow, truly, the truth is that gist is not enough to sustain a marriage. What other value is this person bringing into the relationship? You know, and like I said, this was a really long time ago, maybe like some 15 years ago, some 14 years ago. And it's been a while. So, I mean, I tried now, be at those times. Okay, so are you clapping for me on this one? <laughs> okay, so moving on, never, 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 let me say this, you know, here, that never drop the Holy Spirit while you're relating with people.
please don't do it. You just enter issues, especially when you ignore signals as they come. What helped me in those years was that, you know, I was... When I feel, you know, the nudge about something, I paid attention to it immediately and I was not ready to even give excuses. I went straight on and I'm like, nope, this is, you know, what I'm inspired to do at this particular time. Okay. Now, um, let me answer um, some question that might still be in your mind on this. Now, I'm addressing, you know, fears that you may have, you know, whilst you're thinking about, you know, letting go of the past. I've talked about the bad breakup bit and, you know, how we should handle that. I've also talked about the fact that, you know, some men appear to now become every woman's ideal kind of man. And I've talked about how to handle that kind of situation so that you know exactly who it is, you know, that you're looking out for. Now, another fear can be that, you know, you opened up to someone in the past and you revealed so much due to love and, you know, it becomes tricky to be vulnerable again. Now, you may now be labeled as, you know, being stuck up or you're uptight, but there's actually a wisdom, you know, with sharing where you're coming from. So if you think, okay, um, you had an unpleasant past and you feel, okay, you're in a relationship and you want to be transparent and all of that. There's actually a wisdom for how to share. It is not um, everybody you just meet day one and then you're sharing this and sharing that with them. So I'm going to put a learning resource on this one, you know, um, for a resource I saw at a particular time on how to go about sharing about the past. I'm sure this would also give you a good perspective on how to, you know, share. All right. So, um, um, I'll just put the link up so that you can look this up also um, and be able to learn from the experience, okay? Um, and I hope that it will give you wisdom that when it comes to sharing your past with the potential, you will know when to share and what to share and with whom exactly you're supposed to share, you know, with, okay? Another fear you might be holding on to, another thing that may be on your mind that is making you not to reach out for the new is that, you know, you have this fear to overcome your childhood unpleasant experience. Yes. So maybe you were abused or you were molested or you saw your parents' marriage as something that must never be your experience. So to you, men may be monsters. Yeah, because of the experience you've had before. And I mean, your experience is very real. I'm not here to deny your experience. Also, you may even blame yourself like it was your fault, but please understand that abuse at no point is ever your fault. So don't embrace that lie. It was not your fault, okay? Now, as bad as that circumstance was and that experience was, the truth is that you cannot undo the past. Can I be honest with you? Because you cannot undo that past, I don't expect you to die there. You don't have to die there. You must let it go. And you must forgive yourself also. Like I said, it was never your fault that you were abused or you were molested. Okay? So don't just ignore it and say, well, I don't need men and all of that. Please find a way to deal with it. Okay? Seek professional mental therapy. And, you know, in some ex extreme cases, go, go for counseling for it. If it's something that you're not telling anyone, but you know that, see, I'm not ready for another relationship because this has really 
affected you in some way, so much so that you almost hate men and you run away from them because you had a bad experience, okay? Now, our threshold differs, but please enjoy that you are over that stage so that it does not affect the beautiful future, you know, ahead of you. It's very important that you learn to get over it. I would want to recommend another learning resource here for you. Um, there's a book called Forgetting the Past by Bob Gass. Bob Gass is spelled B-O-B-G-A-S-S. So, Forgetting the Past by Bob Gass. If you can get the book, please find it and read it, okay? Now, of course, to forgive the molester, I know very well that it's going to take a while. I understand it so well that it will take you a while, okay? But you can actually ask God for help and allow God to heal you through and through. The truth is that God can so heal you and you begin to feel pity for your abuser and you start trusting for their salvation. That's how amazing, you know, God can be when he's working on our hearts, okay? Like I said, I understand that this can be a very, very hard journey, but it's very obtainable. But don't sweep it under the carpet and don't just say, well, just one of those things in those days. Make sure you confront it and you deal with it, especially if secretly in your heart you're like, mm, this is one of my reasons for staying away from a relationship because you're scared that, oh, you don't want somebody else to come and abuse you and things like that. And you're just trying to isolate yourself from men generally. Okay, so please don't sweep it under the carpet. Ensure that you really get healed, okay? And like I said, this may require some form of therapy and counseling, but you deserve to be set free from that sting, okay? So if this is you, start this process at once, okay? And also, see, God can actually birth an amazing ministry through you in that area. So be open to God to take you out of this deep pain because you would only come out stronger, I'm sending you very warm hugs for this one, okay? So, again, I'm not denying your experience. Your experience is so real. But I don't want you to remain in that address and, you know, let this to stop you for the rest of your life. There are people that have gone through it, and um, it wasn't an easy journey, but they've overcome that phase of their lives. And they've been able to move forward to have a healthy life, a healthy home, a healthy relationship. Okay, now another fear that may be holding you back, you know, from reaching out to the new, which is, you know, one aspect that is often not really talked about is molestation as an adult. Yeah. Now, let me explain this one here. You trusted this person, but then they took advantage of you and then they hurt you and it has made you see men differently. The truth is that that is a plot from the enemy. Every chapter of our life is already scripted by God. God never does evil to us, but he can actually use that circumstance that looks unpleasant to your advantage. Do you understand? So you must make up your mind not to give in to the plans, you know, and the tricks of the enemy that says, oh, that is um, all that your life would ever be. Like I said, you still need to forgive, which is often very hard. Okay. But please remember Keeping the hurt leads to bitterness and God will not bless a mess. So separate your who from that action. No matter how it was, no situation reduces you, you know, from being the righteousness of God in Christ. Okay. Now that bend should also not be your end. All right. And you can begin again. Yes, you can. Again, 
If it's something that um, has really eaten you so deeply, you can go for further counseling and therapy. But the truth is that posting on social media does not heal you. <laughs> as much as it feels like oh, you will get um, social sympathy, that's as much as you can get sometimes, okay? Many times it's only just present you as a topic for discussion. But your desire should be to make progress, not just um, to have people, you know, try to encode sympathize with you over the circumstance, all right? And focus on moving on more than anything else. And if God leads you to be a blessing to others through that experience, then that will be a different thing, okay? But, you know, sharing out of a state of bitterness or pain because you're trying to get back at anyone or things like that, it might, it might become a challenge for you, okay? So God's got your back and trust me, you will smile again. So I'm not denying your experience and I'm saying don't remain in that address, you know, and don't let it keep depressing you. It's time to start putting yourself together again. If you have to go for a therapy session, start immediately so that you're out of it completely and you can move forward. Now, another reason for fear or something that can hold you again, you know, to the past is... um. You know, you may have had affairs in the past that you are not proud of. So for some people, this has made them to shut down from thinking about relationships, okay? Now, in this case, maybe the person was a mistress to a married man, for example, or you've had lesbian affairs, okay? Or you were either a partial or a full runs babe, or, you know, an aristo sleeping with people for money, or you received money for sex, or, I mean, maybe you even got pregnant for someone at those stages and you did an abortion, and something is telling you that you cannot find a good man again because of those experiences, okay? You would need to really take out time to renew your mind with the Word of God. You need that mind renewal so strongly. Okay, and ensure that you're back on track with God and don't return to that lifestyle again, no matter the temptation. Repent genuinely and then make up your mind that you're going to live your life going forward and doing it the right way henceforth. Okay, God is not mocked. Meditate on scriptures. All right, and then remind yourself, remind yourself that Tamar and Rahab, in spite of their past, you know, they were put in the lineage of Jesus. I mean, how amazing can God be to rewrite our story? As God gives you a new chance, please make him proud, okay? Um, if this is you and you feel you've had a struggle with this, I want you to please take out time to study the entire book of Romans, okay? Study the book of Romans, and I'm sure that it would indeed boost your confidence again. And also, you can read No More Sheets by Juanita Bynum. No More Sheets by Juanita Bynum. I'm sure that they will give you a new perspective and help you um, see things differently and see yourself also differently, okay? So let's still move on. We're still addressing fears and things that can hold people, you know, from reaching out for the new or reaching out or wanting to be in a relationship again, okay? So another thing that can be a source of fear is inferiority complex right? So sometimes you may feel like, oh, you are not as babe or as tush, as fine, as talented, you know, any other thing that robs you of your confidence. 
right? So some people are dealing with this so deeply. Their esteem is so low. Their self-esteem is so low. And they just feel, see, I don't even deserve any good relationship. I would like you to please read Approval Addiction on Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Mayer. They would really, really help you, okay? And um, you must get over those limiting thoughts. Now, I've been there and I understand what it feels like, you know, to to feel small, okay? And these were part of the resources that helped me a whole lot to get over that stage. Stop trying to cover things up and say, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter and all of that. Actually deal with things deliberately and make sure that it's gone forever because there is indeed purpose in your storm, all right? Of course, Joyce Mayer materials many times, if you're dealing with you know, self-esteem issues and all of that. She has so much of materials that would help you overcome um, that phase of your life. So don't let that fear stop you anymore. Take steps about it and begin to move forward and forge forward again, okay? Now, another fear again is that um, that you need to overcome or look over is the fear that it is a family trend. And I'll explain. This is um, a case where you feel like in your family, relationship or marriage is always a major challenge. Um, you need to become very conscious that your case is a different case, okay? And don't let their own experience define your expectations anymore. If anyone is in Christ, that person is brand new, okay? And so you have a new DNA in Christ and your case is definitely different. So stand firm in faith over that circumstance and begin to declare your victory, Okay? Um, like I said, let God give you a strategy and you can begin to engage in battle and overcome that fear because fear is a spirit. Fear is not your friend. Don't entertain fear. Don't let fear continue to, you know, rob you of the beautiful future that you have. So today you're damaging all those fears and you're letting them go. All right. Now, another fear that I've discovered over time is the age barrier fear. Now, this fear says, who will marry me at this age? Who will be interested in me at this age? Please, God is already at work for you. If Sarah and Elizabeth were settled and God did not disappoint them, then God is not a man, okay? He will not disappoint you. So trust him even when you cannot trace him and trust that he will hasten your word to perform it for you. So this period, immerse yourself more in the word of God and get a blueprint for positioning because there's actually how to position. Okay. Um, yes. So make up your mind that, oh, that's not going to be a barrier. And then you don't keep meditating on that alone and saying every day, oh, nobody wants someone that is as old as I am and things like that. Begin to see it that, oh, I am the exact specification for that good man that God is bringing to me. Okay, so now another fear factor that some people may have to deal with is um, the negative things you have told yourself because there are negative things we get to tell ourselves sometimes and those things begin to entrap us. So you have to make up your mind that you don't want to continue like that and that cycle has to stop. So you can start by applying the blood of Jesus and begin to sow seeds of mercy and start seeing yourself differently. Stop telling yourself those lies, okay? And start dressing properly. Don't dress like, you know, your problems. Look good. Speak like it and stop speaking negatively to yourself. Stop saying things like, dumb you. Stop saying things like, oh, you're good for nothing. The truth is that you are precious and you're beautiful in God's eyes, okay? Stop looking like where you have always been. Start dressing up for the future. 
All right. So let's get over that fear today and begin to forge forward. All right. So now um, we're almost done with the fear analysis. Another fear that makes people not to reach out, you know, for the future is some people are just afraid of the unknown. Now, this is how this particular fear works. Like, what if the marriage does not work? Or what if he has a side chick tomorrow? What if, you know, various kinds of what ifs comes to the person's mind. I need you to begin to silence those voices. Okay? Silence those voices completely. There's this song I love. Anytime I feel like I'm a bit overwhelmed or I'm anxious or I'm just being bothered, I, I like to play the song because it kind of calms me down. And that is Henry Soul. Henry Soul. Um, it's an Igbo song. It says Deredu. Okay, I just put it on repeat. And Deredu simply means that your soul should be at peace, like your mind should be at rest because God knows what is perfect for you, okay? So let that song play and register in your spirit so much so and you'll begin to see marriage differently and I'm so confident that your marriage will be a totally different story. So begin to look out for marriages that are working, begin to look out for marriages that are thriving and flourishing and begin to tell yourself that if it's possible for these people, then it's possible for you and that you would have a beautiful marriage experience. Forget about the negative things, any, any neg anything feeding negativity around you, begin to, you know, cut yourself off that space and atmosphere and, you know, begin to position differently all right now um the final one on my list for the fears that can cripple you and make you not want to reach out for the future is that you know some people have this fear of going again mm. now let me explain how this one works this particular fear of going again is that you felt like oh god led you before okay and that everything looked like it and that the relationship, you know, started out so well, but at the end of the day, it didn't work out. Oh, I know how that can be and that can feel, but understand this today, that God can actually change direction. Yeah. So it's possible that you started out being led in this particular direction and this particular way, and God can change that direction. I'm telling you the truth, especially if those people, they moved out of alignment. Okay, so make sure that it is God that is actually switching you from that space and not that you found a hotter guy <laughs> and you switch. Okay, so don't try to be God. Make sure you follow God's plan on this one. So don't be afraid to go again. If you feel like, oh, I thought I got it the first time and then, oh, it didn't last or I don't know what came over. I don't know what happened really and all of those kind of things you can have a different experience, all right? So make up your mind that that will not be the end of the world for you and that you can move forward again from that, all right? I hope that these fears that we've talked about today um, will give you a different perspective and you'll be able to you know, function differently, think differently about your relationship and you can you know, start taking new steps. They can be baby steps, but that is progress. Start today and take new steps out of those fears so that you can reach out for the new and for that future that you have um, trusted and you have longed for, okay? Now, um, let's look at what are the ideologies that you can also review or reconsider 
to accept who God may send to you. I will tell you why um, I put this as part of the course. I felt inspired to do this because I've interacted with some people and I noticed that um, it's not that God is not faithful. It's not that God has not brought someone around them, but because they have built walls over the years and certain things have been on their mind for so long, they believe that, oh, this is how it must play out for it to be for them. Do you understand? So I'm asking today that are there things you can reconsider? You can review. Maybe you have placed your list in a certain way. So I'm going to just list out a few of those things right now so that you can think about it and say, ah, okay. Um, you see where you can make whatever, you know, adjustment, especially to the pressing that, you know, you might at this time feel, you know, God is bringing you away, but you're like, ah, Am I sure? Am I not sure about this particular one? So let me start in no particular order. But I want to start this um, with a personal story. This one, don't laugh at me at this story because this is my own story still. Like I said, I always like to share my story so that um, you know where I'm coming from and you can see that um, you're not what you're going through is not exclusive to just you. Okay, so personal life scenario again. For this one, one of the factors for me then was i wanted to marry an iboma hey don't ask me why you because i honestly i don't know i just love i just loved them i felt like they nurtured their wives better you know um i don't know it was, maybe it's just a mindset or it's just um a cliche there's this thing we all just believe that oh Igbo men know how to take care of their wives they will treat you so well and the harmonious it were <laughs> It's on the wife that you see that the money is working, like she's their investment most of the time. So jokingly, I just, you know, always liked it. And I mean, I served in the East. Um, I've just always interacted with people from the East. I've loved just a lot of things about them over time. So I just grew, no, no spiritual reason. You know, this is just, just normal likeness. So not like thus says the Lord, no. I just liked them because, you know, I grew up a bit in the East. So I just liked the whole Igbo thing. Yeah, well... I ended up not marrying an evil person. But maybe that was one of the factors earlier. And I'm looking at it that I really wanted an evil guy. I really wanted an evil guy and all of that. But So would you be willing, for example, in a case like that, to review that mindset and, you know, go for who God is giving to you, you know? So back to my story that I wanted to share. So um, one of the concerns I had, you know, when I met my husband um, at the time, so I felt like he was too, in quote, casco, or he was too SU. You know, this, I felt like maybe too spiritual looking. If there's any, I don't know if there's any word like that, but I'm sure you understand um, the kind of thing I'm saying. But it was all those um, bra kind of people kind of thing, you know. And for me, child, I was like, ah. How would this guy be able to do this or do that? You know, I was raised in River State and Portakot, like in the south, south in Nigeria. So I was wondering that this guy is not, I'm sure the guy is, is he going to be there? Is he going to be in? Is he going to know? It was just an inner concern, but I could not tell anyone about it. It was just me. In my mind, I was just like, ah, this guy, you, as well. But you know, we're still trying to know ourselves then. So uh, I was just talking, it was personal to me. I didn't tell anybody, like I said, but I was just talking to God about it. Like, ah, this thing is bothering me. Are you sure about this guy you're saying I should chill for and all of that? So 
guess what happened? One day we were gisting. Me and my husband at the time, well, so we're just getting to know ourselves. So there was even no relationship then. But he said something that amazed me. So I was making a comment that such and such man, because I used to do things like that sometimes to tease and to see what is on the person's mind and um, just to just get a feel out of their mindset, you know. So I was just like, oh, there's this man. He's so good looking and he's so hot, blah, blah, blah. I did that deliberately, <laughs> you know, being an, in quotes, SU kind of brother. So I was just like, ah. That man is so, he's always looking so good. He's always so hot. He's always so, my husband was just looking at me. And guess what he said? He, next thing I just heard him said, um, say was that, oh, that that man just has more resources than him at that time, in that season, that ah, he, he was still slay, I'm like, slay, okay, you. <laughs> in my mind, I didn't say it out. Do you understand? That I should not look at him um, based on maybe how he looked or his disposition at that time. And then guess what he further said? He said uh, we would even learn how to dance salsa together. You know, when we get married, I will learn how to dance salsa. I'm like, salsa, you. Hey, there's nothing we will not see. So, you know, it goes back to say, don't judge a book by the cover and don't rush to make conclusions. So if all I was looking out for was that, oh, I need someone that has the full swag, you know, and uh, this one coming, he's not looking as funky as I want. Now, he had the potential to become that way, but I was not even ready to know him as a person. And we've not even had this kind of conversation to know him, but because God understands our concerns, sometimes he'll lead you on a path that may seem like it's unfamiliar, but what you had in mind is still on that path. So let me still go further on this story. You know, he further said that, oh, he would, he would get a ride for just me and him, you know, and some other fantasies in my head like that, chai, my entire chest that day. If you know, you know. <laughs> when I got home that day, I could sense the Holy Spirit looking at me like, you see yourself. Ah, and this was like, can't you just trust me? You know, I was, I was really amazed about that because, you know, I know that we're spiritual, you know, but sometimes, Kai, there are sides of you now that have some special, in quote, desires. And then you're sometimes paraphrasing and you say, ah, in our list, we'll say, ah, okay, the dream man should be romantic, but you know exactly what is in your mind. Eh? Uh -huh. Sis, sis, I understand these things. I'm very spiritual, but I also understand that dimension. You understand? Uh -huh. So one reason I communicate the way I do is that I want you to know that you are not strange in any way and that what you're experiencing is not exclusive to only you, okay? So don't conclude just because it has a form you don't understand yet. All right. Um, so it was just at that early stage and um, it was just because of maybe what he was trying to um, work towards at that time. But guess what? Guess what? <laughs> OK, so we've been married for a while now. Now, this is my husband I'm referring to. Like I said, don't forget, this was a concern for me. I felt it was too casco at that time. But um my baby, let me use that for now in this one, is officially, in quotes, a sweet boy. <laughs> he must not see this shade, you know. Don't tell him about this particular part of the course. He must not even see it. Well, we joke about this a whole lot. So it's not like it's a challenge, but I'm just saying that. I'm not saying like he was not a sweet boy then, but you understand my pulse, yeah? Okay. So, I mean, I'm saying those days, he didn't even keep beard, so he was not in the beard gang. Can you imagine? But now... He keeps beards. 
So <laughs> if all I said I wanted then was, oh, if, if he doesn't have beard, in fact, I won't even consider him for a conversation or, oh, if he did not understand how to have all the swag and all of that, I won't even consider him for anything. Do you understand? So many invisible attributes then that he had, they are now being clearly seen. Do you understand? Okay. So Understand that your desires are super valid, okay? But I'm saying that what if God gives you a direction that you are not familiar with? Will you be willing to go that way? Okay? So this was, this was for me, was like a test at that time. Because all the things that I'm in quotes, I'm saying, oh, um, I really wanted or I, like I expected him to be exhibiting already and all of that. All those same things he's doing them now. So many times I'm even the one like say, oh, chill, calm down, like slow down, you know, when he tries to maybe get all, um, he wants to be mushy here and there all over the place. So I'm just like, whoa, you know, like, wow. So this brother can be romantic like this. Meanwhile, at that time I was thinking, ha, huh, hmm. You know, how is, how was it going to be? So let me just do a quick short list. Very, this one is a very short list. What um, would you be willing to, you know, maybe reconsider if God is giving you a direction that does not look very familiar, but it still has what you have always desired, okay? What about tribe? So on my the first on my list would be tribe. What if the guy is from a different tribe from what you have always desired? Will you be willing to give him a chance? I'm asking you today. So I'm saying he's altogether lovely. He's a good man. The only challenge is that he's just not from your desired tribe. Will you reconsider this stand to receive him as a person? So you want someone from the Southwest and you've always wanted from the Southwest and God is bringing you someone from the Southeast and you're like, nope, because he's not from the Southwest. No other reason. I'm saying he's spiritually sound. Everything is in place and all of that, you know, and I mean, he's visionary. He's moving forward. He's purpose driven. He's making progress. He's doing very well. He has good character. He's sacrificial. He's growth oriented. He's an inspiration to you. But the only challenge is tribe. So are you going to reconsider? So if you're in this category where this tribe thing has been a stronghold, you may want to let it go and receive um, who God has made available to you. That is a good man. Okay. Also, still on my list of what you may need to reconsider. Age. What if the age difference is not what you wanted initially? And he's everything else, just the age factor. Will you also review? I'm asking you. Okay. So you want someone that was maybe a particular amount of years older than you, or a particular amount of years of, of age difference that you want. Now, what if the person coming is now your age mate or even younger than you? I'm saying everything else is perfect. Everything else is in place. Just the age barrier. And the man, I mean, he, he doesn't mind. He's not bothered about the whole age thing. He's very matured and he takes the place of leadership excellently. Do you understand? Will you be willing to reconsider? Just be sure that you as the lady that you can, you know, submit to him and that you don't go announcing to everyone that you are older than him. All right. I would say from my own perspective, I would say, please don't let that stop your destiny. Learn to move forward. If age is the barrier, age is just a number many times. Okay. 
I know that it has its place to play sometimes in maturity and all, but I'm saying this person is mature, has worked on himself and all that. And the age thing um, was the challenge all the while. He's really met great guys, but he was like, no, it's too young. Oh, it's too this, it's too that. Okay. So I hope that um, this would help you to make a reconsideration. And also for this age thing, I have this learning resource. Okay. So I'm still going to post this so that you can learn from it. Okay. I, I, I learned about it at a particular time and I love her perspective as to how she uh, talks about age, you know, making age a big deal whilst trying to consider someone for a relationship. Okay. So another one still on this list of what we can review. Accent and modern speaking. Okay. Now, let me tell you this one like... Let me be very honest with this one. I used to really love people with great accents and foreign, you know, sounding kind of accents, yeah? I mean, it was really bad at a particular time that I used to make jest of people with very deep tribal accents. I like, it's not like I've, I'm totally, let me whisper this one, it's not like I'm totally over it yet. <laughs> but now, if the person can communicate fluently and is learned, not primitive in mindset, we are game. Will you be game? <laughs> Do you understand? I mean, you really wanted this British accent guy. You know, and you wanted everything to be in place with you and him, with the way he communicates. But the one that came currently, not like his accent is so bad, but you feel, oh, I wanted a British accent and you didn't get a British accent. So would you be willing to make a reconsideration? To receive this one that God is bringing, please don't limit God, okay? The moment you can take off all the limits and say, God, see, whatever form you are bringing, what is perfect for me, I will receive it with thanks. Then you're ready for a different experience. Don't let that continue to stand in the way or continue to stop you like it has always, you know, done over the years. You may need to just make some adjustment here and there. I remember someone very close to me, ah, she had to ask me, I was like, oh, everything else is perfect about this guy. You, I really like the guy and all that. But Kai, his Yoruba accent, oh, he's on another level, very deep, very strong. Now, what is she going to do? Well, I, I was still very, very young. Then I was like, for what? Ah, and all of that. I didn't know that the babe had made up her mind about the man. Oh, she went with him and all. Now they've been married for, I mean, their marriage is going towards 15 years very soon. But, like, I mean, that was an amazing decision she made because he's such a great guy. Like, such a great guy. You know, but, you know, because we're in this whole accent thing together at that time. <laughs> but, you know, she made up her mind and she still moved forward with him. And, you know, she didn't let that stop her and say, oh, well, this has always been my list. And then she was not able to make the adjustment. So, please, will you be willing to make the adjustment when the time comes? Okay. Now, don't forget, God is your father. Let me say this here. God is your father and you can always negotiate with him. And you'll be amazed how he brings our deepest desires to life. So relate to people as the image and the likeness of God, not as what the magazines say that they should be. Do you understand? So and I'm not saying you should drop your standard or you should begin to settle for less because you are trying to reconsider. Nope. But just walk with that wisdom of God in what you're doing. Because these things I've mentioned so far, none of them have any strong, um, maybe 
um, side to it. These are just mostly things that are maybe fantasies or just physical stuff here and there. Do you understand? So please um, consider and look at it again from your list that can this be one of the factors that has made you maybe reject some people that have come over time or the current person that is even looking at you and you're trying to consider being like, ah, this age thing, ah, this tribe thing, ah, this um, accent of a thing and all of that. And once it's a skill, the truth is that it can be learned. So maybe you may want to, if it's really a big deal to you, register him for elocution classes, let him take some more classes. And I'm sure there might just be an adjustment with the way he speaks. And you now, the babe, will now be the one tripping for him eventually. Do you understand? And you now start marking territory and protecting and say, eh, nobody should even look at this direction. Do you understand? Okay, so let's also talk about physical appearance. What about physical appearance? What if he's not as hot? You know, I talked about this in Model 1. What if he's not as hot? Like, hot the way you want him to be. <laughs> So long as he is look good in association, better receive him with thanks and watch God turn him into a sweet boy. I've told you, money has a way of making people handsome many times. I mean, I've discovered that our, our focus is usually so physical than spiritual many times. And God actually knows what is perfect for you because fine boy does not always mean good father or good lover. Do you understand? Again, I'm not saying you should manage anybody. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So sometimes a man may look good, but the moment your friends or those around you, they begin to pass comments about him, how that, oh, it's not up to standard, you start rechecking the guy out again. Now, so this is the perspective I am coming from, okay? So let's make sure that our choices is not someone else's imaginary dream, and thereby, you know, we miss purpose. Okay, so, but if, if, if the guy is irritating to you, that one is a no-no. That is a totally different ball game. Do you get? Because how will you make love to somebody? that um, there's no excitement about. Do you understand? Okay, so let God know what your desire is. And trust me, he's always faithful to make it happen. Like, super so faithful to make it happen. Okay? So please take note of that. That, um, like I said, it should not be... I'm not saying that go for someone that, I mean, you can't even stand the way he looks. I'm saying he's not looking bad. You just know that. So if I just, if we work on this whole thing here and there and everything, because many times, you know, it's amazing. It's in whose hands sometimes that um, an equipment is that you would know the value and the worth. I'm telling you the truth. I've seen people that, you know, physically speaking, I'll be like, ah, it is well, though, this one, you know, but give them a few years and then maybe one lady walks on them. You'll be shocked that, oh, wow, so this guy can look this good or this guy can become this or become that. Have you tried to even look at the people that you're calling sweet boys today and calling, oh, hunks and all of that today? Have you looked at their old pictures when they were younger? Some of them, the six packs you are seeing today just came up some few years ago. There was no pack. Zero pack was there. Do you understand? Just, just that, you know, there was an investment and they were worked on. And For some, they used to dress like traffic lights. I mean, there's someone, I mean, a lot of people admire today and all that. But I mean, if you see his previous, in those days, picture, you know those people that wear red suits as a man. Hey, red shirt. And now fly the color of the shirt over the suit. You know, those kind of very strange looks, you know. But I'm saying that, you know, the wife, oh, she... 
walked with him like that, so he didn't look like it. Now, if you see them, they look like clean ajebota. Permit me to use that word, you know, at this time. But don't don't be carried away only by the physical. Many times, those things can be worked on. Trust me. Those things can be worked on, okay? So don't be carried away. So would you be willing to reconsider, okay, if that is the case? Of course, now, for some other people, it might be a case of maybe, like, height. Do you understand? Something like height, maybe like, ah, me, I'm not very tall. So I don't want someone that is also not very, so that at least my kids who have small height advantage, that might just be a different thing. You can let God know. God, see, please, this is what I'm really looking out for and all that. And watch him bring your desires to pass. Do you understand? Okay. Now, I'm not saying just take anything that comes and just say, ah, they say you should manage. No, please, no. Ma marriage is not for managing. No. no managing. But I'm saying fundamental things that, you know, that... We can work on things that are not really major. It's not a character flaw. It's not an abuser. It's not something really deep like that. It's just something that, oh, maybe you wanted dark now. This person is fair. Don't let that be the stronghold. Do you understand? You'll be able to move forward from there. Okay. Now, there is also this um, don't ever talk to me kind of look that some of us we give. I'm telling you the truth. Now, it's not intentional, and sometimes we don't even know we have it. But people that, you know, look from afar, they just back off like, ugh. because nobody will want to take the risk, you know, to be rejected. Do you understand? Uh, so because if you want um, a friend, you to sh show yourself friendly because people are really watching you. That's why, you know, the combination of the people you work for, the people you work with, those in your sphere of interaction, God is giving you lots of opportunity to relate to different personalities so that you know how to handle people. Do you understand? Okay. So many times, those you have met before, they might be the type of in-law you might have, you know, the kind of person you might need to interact with in the future. And God has already taught you how to handle them. So value all opportunities to actually relate with people. So sometimes you see, I say, ah, I remember this, this attitude or this character, this outlook feels like so-so-and-so in my so-so-and-so year. Okay. So make up your mind that, um, you would not continue with that kind of outlook that makes you unapproachable, okay? Now, another thing you may want to reconsider, okay, um, to accept who God is bringing your way, there is this silent anticipation of war with your mother-in-law-to-be. Please, I want to say this right here. Be very careful about the thought of planning for war towards a mother-in-law you don't even know yet. Some ladies even take it further, and they start hoping that the mother-in-law will not be alive. That is so ungodly and sounds like a wicked heart. Okay? You need to really grow your love work very deeply. All right? Please, let me mention this here. This is a joke, but let me just mention this. I have two boys currently. You know, two sons. And my daughter-in-laws, I am already praying for them. You can imagine. Uh -huh, because they'll be sowing seeds. To me, consistently to thank me for my sweet voice. Yes, so <laughs> when we do families, okay, um, there is a model that handles in-laws very, very deeply. So I don't want to dwell too much on that right now. But please stop anticipating war with people you've not even met, people you don't even know. Because for some people, this is what is holding them. So you hear them ask things like, oh, is the guy's mom alive? 
or um, where does the mother stay? And you know, some funny stuff like that. Um, please, when we get to the in-law part, and um, we'll really talk about this some more. Okay. Um, so these are the areas I would want you to maybe really look back again and make reconsiderations for, you know, um, yeah. So let's just, um, come towards the end of this model, which will be positioning to be found. Let me just touch this very, very, very quickly. Okay. Now, the first thing I would say is position yourself in God and not in the flesh. People that have tried this thing many times, the truth is that it does not work. If you say, I want to do opening of cleavage, it will not bring the godly man that you are seeking. Anytime people see things like that, it's like you are saying they should come get you. So many times it's the people that are looking for something to feast on that come. For people that are consistently trying to use the flesh to advertise themselves. Do you understand? So keep your gaze on God. Maintain your deep connection with God and everything you need, trust me, is found in that His presence. Stay plugged in there. You would find... That thing that you're thinking you're looking for. Of course, in trying to position to be found, to be a friendly person, be a kind person and be approachable. You can't say, oh, you want someone to ask you out and you are not friendly, you are not kind and you are not approachable. Everybody that comes to talk to you, you are very rude to them and you're saying you're you positioning to be found. That's not how to position to be found. So someone positioning to be found has to be friendly, kind and approachable. All right. Also in positioning to be found, Pray in tongues a lot. If you have a prayer language, please utilize it a whole lot. And listen to God for his strategy. God usually gives people strategies every single time. The people that come to him and trust him that, oh, I want a strategy for this or that. God is going to make it happen. And truth is that God can give you specifics when it comes to strategy. Okay, so I'll drop a scripture here. I'm not going to read it um, at this time. You can read it on your own. And that is Acts chapter 9, verse 10 to 19 in the Message Bible. Acts chapter 9, verse 10 to 19, you know, where it talks about um, the conversion of Saul um, when he became Paul. Where God, you know, was now specifying and say, go to a street called Street. He was specific about the strategy he gave. So he said, Ananias will lay hands on you. He was so clear about what he was saying at that time. So it's amazing how people think, oh, God cannot, God can give you a strategy. Okay. So if you understand the scripture so very well, you will know that God actually gives people details. So it does not make any sense to the human mind, but ask God for revelation. So he can give you specific instructions concerning your marriage and what strategy and blueprint to work with, to connect with your man. Follow his leading. Okay. So read that scripture again and make sure that, um, you do what needs to be done. There's a part there that even says, do not argue, <laughs> you know? Now, and this is also different from, you know, come, let's reason together. And even when you don't really understand, like Mary, you can ask, how shall these things be? And God will make those things known to you and you would understand. But please be focused on pleasing God all the way. All right. And then please, whatever God tells you to do in the midst of your positioning and all of that, please do well to do those things. Okay. Uh -huh. Sometimes you may say cut off from someone. Please do uh, go ahead and cut off. Sometimes he'll tell you, relate with this person. Do well to relate, all right? So that everything would be in place. May God supply you the grace to obey and to understand that every correction at the end of the day is for our own good and the key needed to unlock our next level. Do you understand? So please listen and obey as God gives you the instructions that you're going to use. 
okay? And then also positioning is the state of the mind, okay? That's how if you are desiring a relationship, especially a marriage relationship, it's reflecting your character, it's reflecting your appearance. You can't say you are positioning to be married and you're always dressing high in a way that is disgraceful. You have to be serious about, you know, the way you look also. And then generally, because they will see you first before they hear you now. I mean, they will see you before they interact with your spirit and know that you're this or you're that. And then general countenance, you know, that's the state of, you know, being ready to serve and offer value. Don't, don't, don't come from that place where you're someone that, you know, is willing to do what God would have you do. Okay. Now, I know also that, oh, we cannot be like 100% through with every single, you know, phase of this. But truth is that we should outgrow some things and begin to learn new things. And, you know, those things that would make us more likely to be found and to enjoy a healthier, you know, relationship and marriage eventually. Okay. If you remember that scripture also, Proverbs 18, 22, it says that he who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. Okay. So we are also too mature at this time to be playing the hide and seek game. If you desire a mate, allow God to position you to be found. If you are not in the right position, you will miss the opportunity to be found. That is a simple truth. Okay. Many times we are even distracted by temporary people or temporary things. All right. Of course, again, that does not mean that you should become thirsty and you expose yourself to men to be seen by all means just position yourself with class and dignity you understand stay serving you know god fulfilling your assignment doing what god wants you to do you know and you'll just notice that um everything is falling into place be kingdom minded as you do the things that you do but be intentional be very intentional even about your relationship also with God, stay in communication. The more you talk to God, the more he will position you. The truth is that I think we many times too have made God seem too official. So we can't even tell God what we really desire. You can let him know. God God is your father. Bible says that He would. He, there is nothing that is good that he will withhold from you. If he's withholding it, then it's not good enough for you at that time. Do you understand? If you, if, if you walk with God and he positions you, there is no way you will not be found by the right man. I'm telling you the simple truth. Okay, so make up your mind that you build that level of rapport with God. So sometimes God may say, oh, dress in this particular way. Because the person you're expecting, you know, the person you're really looking forward to and all of that to meeting, his best purple, uh, sorry, best color might be purple. And that day you wanted to wear a red dress. God said, better wear purple. So you should be in touch with the Holy Spirit. His fun, his utilize him he's there for you to help you make those decisions and make it clear and then you go and the first thing the person just notices that purple and be like ah oh, who is this who is this who is this sister you know and then he goes ahead and you know everything will just start aligning just because you follow the instruction of god do you understand as as mundane as that looks god can actually you know direct you in that in that format do you understand? It might even be, maybe you didn't want to go for a particular event and God says, oh, this event will go, there will be something waiting for you and all of that. And then you go without knowing anything was going to even happen there and those things just happen. You would be excited, won't you be? You know, if God takes you through the process that way. So make up your mind that you would do the right thing and let God be the one positioning you, you know. And of course, don't stay inside your room and say you are positioning there only. Except that is the instruction for the moment of, you know, consecrate, take out time to, you know, separate yourself and all of that. After that period, 
let's come out. Let us see you and be sure that you are ready. So God has beautiful plans for your life and it's time to reach out for the new. You have dwelt too long on the past. It's time to let the past pass away. It's a new season for you. I want you to embrace this new life that God has made available to you. And I want you to know always and always that I really do love you. And please do your task for the model. I always put um, a task for every model so that you can do what needs to be done. I appreciate you. Feel free, as usual, to expand it beyond this scope. This was your awakening. And I'm particularly sorry if this model brought back some unpleasant memories for you. But please, you need to heal before you deal so that you don't infest your new beginning with injuries of the past, okay? Your man is not responsible for the past. Please don't make him pay for it. Thank you again for taking session one, model five of this preparatory course. I'm super excited to walk this journey with you and I'm looking forward to sharing more exciting insights and moments with you. The path of the just is as a shining sun, shining brighter each day. I'll see you in model six. I'm still your privileged project facilitator and my name is Fengtolua Ademola Adetuberu or you call me FT, The Awakener. I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you for sticking with me through Model 5. I appreciate you. Keep winning. Bye.